Well, that was Donna Fisk and Michael Cristiano with Dimboola. Justine Costigan, my co-host here, loves to spend time in regional towns and most recently paid a visit to Dimboola, which has come a long way from the days when, in 1979, it was the subject of a comedy hit movie set up around a local wedding reception. Justine's been researching a story about Timbula that's going to be published shortly. So, uh, Justine, tell us what you really thought about Timbula. Well, I was very surprised to find that Dimboola is actually a bustling, lively, vibrant town. And the reason I was surprised about that is, as all of us know who travel um, throughout Australia's regions, you will often drive through a town and find that there's very little happening there. And in fact, the town itself looks like it's dying. That unfortunately is a reality for many, many places in, in regional Australia. So when I went to Dimboola, which is quite a distance from Melbourne and also quite a distance from Adelaide, it's about four, four hours drive each way, I was really quite surprised to find that this town is actually very vibrant, it's bustling, it's alive and there's a lot happening there. And it's actually a delight to find that there are places in regional Australia that really are on the up and up and there's a lot of things happening there. I think it's interesting, Justine, a lot of these towns start to die when we motorists want to die, to pass by the town so they build a, a, a freeway a diversion and you've got to actually go out of your way to go into places like Gundagai um, that used to be on the Hume Highway. Um, do you think that's that's an issue that they're all having to deal with? I think that's a very common issue and in fact um, back in 2007 the Age newspaper um, put Dimboola on a list of 40 towns in Victoria that they actually classified as dying and one of the things that had happened to Dimboola, like many other country towns, is that there had been a highway bypass. But there were also other things that happened to the town that really were devastating to it economically. Um, they stopped sending uh, daily trains to the local station. Um, there was, of course, the millennial drought, which left, in fact, the Wimmera River um, riverbed completely dry. Um, the iconic pub in the town burnt down. No. It just seemed like there was just a, one disaster after another happening in Dimboola. So you can see why perhaps it looked like the town didn't have much of a future. And I guess it's hard to say exactly why it has turned itself around. There are probably a couple of reasons. Um, I think the Silo Art Trail uh, has a lot to do with encouraging people to visit that region. Obviously, the drought ended and now the Wimmera River is flowing through town and it is an absolutely beautiful location. There's a stunning campground right on the river and the weekend we were there, there were kids jumping off a pontoon, squealing with laughter as they splashed in the water. There's also an incredible campground within the National Park. So Dimboola is actually um, on the edge of the Little Desert National Park, which is a stunning um, asset for Victoria, full of incredible birds, um, sandy roads where you can do four-wheel driving, lots of hiking opportunities. Um, so these are some of the things that, that may have helped sort of bring people back to the town. But what I discovered when I went there was that actually there is a really committed group of locals, both established locals, people who've been there for decades and have family connections, and people who've come from you know the cities to 
I guess what we call do a tree change, but they've really invested in creating something special there. So when you go to Dimbula, you'll find that there's this real retro vintage feel there that they're exploiting. The pub, for example, the classic 1924 pub, um, the Victoria Hotel, is filled with vintage treasures. Um, throughout the main street, there are a couple of shops that have got great antiques, um, really beautifully presented, nothing dusty and dirty about any of these shops. Of course, there's an incredible bakery where I'm happy to say mm. I think the vanilla slice is really up there with one of the best in Victoria. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, um, that's a, a hallmark, isn't it? Absolutely. A good reason for turning off the highway. Um, and look, many other people doing really interesting, creative things there. And they actually a couple of years ago um, held a street party to kind of celebrate coming out of lockdowns. Um, and they gave it a steampunk theme. And I'm not oh. sure if you know what steampunk oh, is. Oh, yes, I do. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, they were absolutely blown away that they had almost 3,000 people to the town. Initially, the the uh, idea behind the Steampunk Festival was really just to throw a party for the locals to sort of celebrate coming out of lockdown and to bring everybody together. But it proved incredibly popular. Hmm. They had another one the following year, and now it's going to become a biennial event. It's a thing. It's a thing, and uh, next year uh, is going to be the signature event for the region. So it's it's really amazing what is happening in Dimbula. And what the locals have told me is that this economic revitalisation, particularly around the festival time, is actually having an extended impact around the region just because of the need for accommodation and people want to come and stay. And um, we didn't stay just in Dimbulu. We wanted to explore all the areas around as well. And there's a couple of really incredible highlights there that I would recommend anyone visit. Yeah. Um, there's the uh, Mertoa Stick Shed, which is an incredible construction, only about 25 minutes out of Dimbulu. Um, it was built during the Second World War to house uh, excess wheat. But it's called the Cathedral of the Wimmera because it's made from these incredibly tall mountain ash logs. Um, and when you walk through it, there are shafts of light coming through. People hold weddings there, but mostly people go there just to be in the incredible space. It's open every day of the year, and it really is um, another reason for people to go and visit this Sounds region. Sounds amazing. It is. It really is quite amazing. Okay. And, of course, there's the Arcona Silo, which is um, painted by a Scottish street artist, Smug. There's also a Smug mural within Dimbula as well. Uh, there's the Pink Lake, and we all know how incredibly popular the mm. Pink Lakes in the Wimmera have become. So, you know, there really is a lot to see. And probably one last thing I'll mention to you, which for me was a real treat, in Nil, which is only half an hour from Dimbula, in the Oasis Motel, there is a pinball museum. Wow. And the pinball museum is started, obviously, by a passionate collector. But what I didn't realise when I went to visit there was that you are actually encouraged to play the pinballs. So I uh, changed some of my I, – I, I got some coins and I lined them up on the side of the pinball machine and um, my partner and I spent a good hour playing pinball Fantastic. games. And it was probably the most fun I've had in a long time. So I absolutely recommend that to people as oh, well. Well, that's, that's a lovely thing to have available for people, something um, pretty retro. You know, the other thing I reckon about 
regional Victoria. And I grew up, my first 10 years was spent in the country. I think the people, there's something about the community in, in a slower paced environment where people do stop and help each other out. There's a sort of a volunteerism that uh, doesn't uh, look to be repaid. Um, you know, there's no debt owed. It's, it's all about just what we do. It's the way we do it around here. Did you find that? Yes, absolutely. I mean, a, a, a country doesn't sort of come to life if you haven't got a lot of people volunteering their time. But what I also found as I wandered around the streets and chatted to lots of um, uh, store owners was that they were all so incredibly generous to the other places within the town. So when I went into the antique store, the owner there, Joe Donnelly, told me that, you know, I had to go to the other shop just up the road because they also had wonderful things. Everybody wanted to support the other people in the mm. town. And I think that's um, just a, a really wonderful thing if you're a visitor because the locals are sharing with you what they know and what they think is, is fantastic, but it's also great for the other businesses. Mm. I like the fact you mentioned earlier that the Wimmera is one of 40 towns the age declared an endangered species. Now, if that was a wombat or something else, people would be flocking there to make sure that wombat got saved. Uh, maybe we ought to be a bit more concerned about what happens to these small towns when the world is so focused on globalisation. Um, you know, maybe we do need a list of uh, towns that need a visit. I think that's, that's a great idea. But but what we've also seen um, post the pandemic and also during the pandemic is a real appreciation for regions. And so I think that has also been part of the reason why Dimboola is now flourishing is that a lot of people have seen the area, visited it and thought, I actually think I could live here. And so they're having more people coming into town, buying old houses, restoring them and adding to the general population, which means more business for the locals and more reasons to visit. Well, thank you for your report, Justine. I think there's a career for you <laughs> rounding up these small towns and telling us all about them uh, because it isn't just about how many beds they've got in the motel or uh, is there a good coffee place there, you know, the Melbourneian snobs want to go and visit. It's just about the feel. Exactly. And you feel it as soon as you walk down the street. You think, ooh, something, something's going on here and... Obviously, in other towns, you get exactly exactly the opposite feeling, which is which is really sad. Um, and I think we should all be doing what we can to support um, regional towns. And also, there's nothing like a road trip. It's it's really my favourite form of travel, to be honest. When you've got an electric car, it'll be even better, Justine. <laughs> exactly. If you can get that far. Well, actually, um, just on that on that point, if we've got a second. Um, mm. One other great thing about Dimboola is that the Overland uh, travels through it four times a week. So if you want to go and visit the town, you can actually um, hop on the train, spend a very pleasant four hours watching the world go by, and you'll be there by lunchtime. Oh, that sounds fantastic. Maybe that's something worth doing. I used to love the Overland, but I loved it particularly because it was an overnight train and we'd wake up in, in Dimboola or some small... Uh, country town and you look out the window and there'd be one street light on and there someone was unloading milk uh, kegs if that's not the right word for, for the big containers of milk but you know and I just thought it was all terribly sort of 1950s and romantic but it's all gone now you have to do it in daylight. It is but there are some benefits to that as well I mean you get to see 
the beautiful uh, countryside. Um, you can sit back, read a book, really relax. It's not stressful. Sounds great. Well, thank you. That was Justine Costigan there on her recent visit to Dimboola. And uh, I'm sure when the story that she's uh, written is about to be published, she'll tell us about it and we can give a link to that story.